Hello and welcome back to the Dungeons and Dragons Podcast UK. My name is Yasmin and I will be the DM. Hi, my name is Samantha. I play Laura Greyvale and she is a sorceress from the province of Navalia. Hello, I'm Colin and I play Quinn de Greymont, a paladin from Flarben in the province of Gavany. Hi, I'm Ryan. I play Ogvar Shawfort, a goat herding, mushroom seeking ranger from Keswick. Hi, I'm Rick, and I play Otto, a spring sage from Hanweir, sworn to the land, wandering the plain and setting wrongs to right with Xersine companion Bojo. ancestral home had once been a beautiful building. Now, gone to rack and ruin with plant life penetrating the cracks and crevices of the stonework, it stood, looming large, shrouded in the shadows of its sinister secrets, if local legend were to be believed. Once inside, a shattered mirror added to Ogvar's confidence crisis over all things creepy, as it became obvious that the ranger was not overly fond of the situation he now found himself in. Apparently, he was not alone in his concerns, as Alora's levity lessened significantly when a symbol of Skursdag presented itself on an aged and part-scorched piece of parchment found in the fireplace. A little later, Concealed behind a canvas, Kewin and Ogvar identified a door beyond which was revealed a room believed to be some servants' quarters. Not a great deal was discovered there, save a simple silver ring, some coin and a silken shirt. A shirt with a suspiciously missing patch of pink fabric. Episode 112. Friend or Foe? Are there any other doors from... Can we see any other obvious doors from this room? Yeah, I mean, there's the doorway right ahead of you where Rowan's come in from. Yeah, that's the one we've just come through, isn't it, though? No. You came through the painting oh. secret door. Oh, okay, sorry, yes. I th- sorry, I thought we'd counted that as a doorway and it was still open or something. Okay, um... <sighs> Do you want to push on through here? Well, yeah. Might as well keep going. Yeah, uh-huh. just, just go steady. Keep going. I'm always steady. Yeah. I don't get excited. I know, I'm just a little more tentative than I think I was before. Well, um, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I did find um, this amongst the feathers. and I don't know whether it was in a pillow or whether it was in someone's bed or not. I'm not, not entirely sure, but I will present... Um, Small silver ring. So, yeah, I don't know. You're more uh, attuned with these finer things, Laura. Have you. And is it anything or nothing? Or... Laura's going to take it and just put it in her outstretched hand, just in the palm, looking at it in the light from K 
Kuin sword, just turning a hand slightly to look at it. Is there yep. are there any engravings on the inside or the outside? Mm. Well, when you look at it, it's, it is just a simple silver band, quite thin, quite dainty. Um, but yes, you can see an inscription on the inside. The inscription simply reads, Forever. Okay. What do you think, Esther? It's definitely a female's ring, isn't it? It's, well, it's quite small. It's, it seems too small for a man's hand. Yes, it's it's quite quite dainty, isn't it? Um, there are three three beds in here, and if it's in the feathers, I'd imagine it was probably someone's personal possession. Um, what did you see in that painting, Kewin? Yes, uh, uh, can, can I just have a, a closer look, please? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, Alora's going to hold her outstretched hand out towards Kewin. And Kewin will take the ring. And it has got go an inscription over. inside it. It says, forever, inside. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it's not that. Uh, come, come follow me. Oh. And he's going to show the, um, the picture of the three uh, people and try and see what the ring on the on the lady the young lady's finger if it resembles the, the silver ring that they have yeah make me a wisdom check please oh dear <laughs> <laughs> you're a paladin your wisdom should be fairly good no no <laughs> oh my god a paladin with a dumpster wow <laughs> that's a three plus one is four. Oh my life. Okay. Yeah. Looking at it, you think it is. However, it is a slightly different colour. It's uh, they're both silver rings, but this one in the painting is uh, obviously very, very new, very bright. This ring in your hand is very, very dull, not shiny at all. It, 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 they look similar. Well, it, it looks similar, but obviously this one's dull. But then again, it's been lying around for don't know how long, that big thing. But obviously, the one on her finger would have been cleaned regularly. So what What do you think? I mean... Well, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. My thoughts on that are, well, if this is the servants' quarters and that's this ring was found in here, that person on that photo clearly isn't a servant. You don't get portraits of servants, so... If this ring is the same as that ring on that portrait, then what's it doing in here? Ah. However, well, I, I hate to say it, dearie. I hate to say it. I mean, I, I, I would say that your your theory would stick. However, those people in the picture that that he's that one's clearly wearing an apron. She's wearing a maid's outfit, and that one looks to be a butler of some sorts. Oh, so that could have been a family living in here then. Okay. Unusual for them to have a painting well, commissioned unless they were very I, I, close to the family, maybe. I'd, I'd say oh, that hang would be on quite a minute. an, Wait quite a an minute. odd family, yes. Hmm. Hang on a minute. Go back to what Richard was saying in the inn. He said there was a family here and there were three employees. 
Yes. Yes, I believe so. And made? Yes. Uh, now, would that be these people in the picture? It must be, surely. It could well be. Okay. All right. Um. Well, somebody better just keep hold of that ring for now. Well, I'll tell you, 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 you found it, so uh, you best, uh, do, do, do you want to look after it? You know, uh, butterfingers I am. Uh, I don't think it's going to fit on your finger either. No, 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 not especially with these gloves on. No, no, especially not. Um, <laughs> okay, well, um, I'll keep it safe for now. Yes, uh, you know, you know, it's, it's times like these, I wish we had uh, Orland. He'd look after it, but don't pick him up yet. You didn't leave Orland oh, with her. Oh, no. He no. left okay. his chain. <laughs> oh, right. He's just, right, he's just hanging around naked at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, then. Uh, yeah, Orland can look after him, I suppose. No, it's all, yes. Right, then. Orland can look after this for us. Oh, excellent. Thank you very much. Right, I suppose we'd better go down the passageway. Yeah, I think we'd best get on with this. This is, well... I think, yeah, let's just, yeah, let's carry on. I think the sooner we get through this, the better. Okay. So as you step out of this doorway, you have to your right, you have a passageway, which, when illuminated by Kieran's sword, you can see leads back into the foyer. Um, But directly ahead of you, you have what appears to be a kitchen. Uh, the kitchen is uh, littered with uh, dirty plates and dishes and that would probably tie in with the fact that a, a sumptuous meal has just been served. There's a lot of washing up uh, and clearly this washing up hasn't been done because you know there, there are bowls and pots stacked high um, encrusted with like kind of uh, almost calcified or solidified remnants of food. Um, and it, it looks like it was once a working kitchen. I mean, there are still bags of flour piled up on underneath this kind of central work table, uh, and, and you've got you've got everything that you would need to, to you know to cook for a large house. Um, there's a large fireplace with a spit roast, um, nothing on it, just just an empty spit. And yeah, uh, you can see. Probably the most notable thing is you have to your left from where you're stood there is a, a short wall uh, and then in the back corner, the very back corner, there is a door which is shut. Well, I suppose we could have a quick shifty around to see if we can find anything and then, uh, and then yeah, we'll try the door. Try the door, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so same. I wouldn't bother with the flower sacks, they're probably full of mealyworms. Or dead ones. Especially after this amount of time. Right, okay, let's have a look then. Right, search check all round then. (sighs) That will be a natural 20 plus zero again. Oh, nice. And that will be a 16 plus zero for queuing. Um, I'll be a three plus seven for <laughs> ten. Okay. So having a look around, you can all see obviously that uh, it's 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 very obvious that this this was a kitchen that was clearly in use. It was clearly being used to cook in. You can see um, 
you know, so this, there was clearly once water in a big kind of copper basin, kind of sink affair almost. Um, and that water's kind of, you'd say it's probably evaporated away over the years, but it's left kind of a scum uh, and a water line all the way around the edge of uh, the, the, the basin. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just a working kind of kitchen. Um, Laura, going over to the door in the back corner, uh, it is firmly wedged shut. Uh, it's not moving. And it, it's, it's a simple door. And looking out through the small window in the top, rubbing away some of the dirt and grime, you can see a small outside courtyard. But all of you can see in this corner, directly to the left of where you walked into the kitchen um, from the servants' quarters, uh, tucked away in its own little alcove, there is a, a single set of stairs leading down. Oh, guys. Basement. Everybody loves the basement. So we've got stairs going up from the foyer, and you've got stairs going down to a basement from the kitchen. Which is kind of what you'd expect, but... Yes, that's supposed to be better. There's nothing here. I suppose it's only one way. Let's go down. You're enjoying this far too much. (laughs) (laughs) Right, Okay. okay. We just start shuffling down downstairs I guess. Alora is not going first. I can guess who is. <laughs> Otto, you've been travelling through woodlands, probably coming up from somewhere in Kessig, following your dreams. Hmm. Many, many nights ago, you had, as you were staring up into the velvet expanse above you, the stars, drifting off into a gentle slumber, you heard a voice talking to you. And slowly, as you slipped into a deeper sleep, you began to see a figure appear. This figure was quite tall, looked like a man of the woods, dark hair, quite swarthy looking. You saw him, a raven on his shoulder, and in that raven's beak you saw a shining green gem. Ever since then, you felt almost this shoestring presence pulling you in a certain direction. And as we join you in the darkness, in the woods, that feeling is emanating ever so strongly from an old abandoned mansion in front of you. What are you doing? Well, I think I'd be looking at Bojo to make sure that my companion is as unhappy to be here as I am. given the vibes from the place. Um, I think I'll return to him when you're ready. And if he gives me a little nod or a little growl, 
pat him on the head as a, as a thanks for being there and rather cautiously make my way round to the front door assuming that's the only way in that I can see yeah so it's, it's very obvious this kind of gaping hole in the front front facade mm. and you enter in and you can make me a spot check please Give us a 23 all in. 23, yeah. Okay, so with the 23, you can see clear signs of disturbance. You can see that the dust, this kind of thick layer of dust, has been clearly walked through and, and you know, has disappeared with movement and feet moving over the top. And you can tell that this is quite a few people who've been moving around and you can see the trails in the kind of beam of moonlight streaking through the doorway behind you you can see that these this this, this kind of clear path cut through the grime disappears into the doorway to your left and the doorway to your right you can clearly see that someone has been moving through this area hmm. okay. I, I would turn to Bojo you best stay here I think is not a building made, made for one as large as you. And assuming he understands, I shall make sure he keeps a watch out from where he is and cautiously make my way in, hoping that my back doesn't crack too loudly when I move through and keep an eye out to see if there are any signs of these individuals sort of like close or any lights that I can see, any sounds that I can make out from within the darkness. Okay, so if you want, make, want to make me a listen check, while you're do, doing that, the four at the top of the basement stairs. So Ogvar, Kewin, Elora, and Esther. What are you guys doing? It, is it dark down, down into the, the stairs that lead down into what it we would assume to be a basement. Yep, it's pitch black, unlit. Right. Uh, Laura will move back from the stairs and um, uh, queue in. It's, it's pretty dark down there. Uh, you, you've got light. Um, I, I can kind of see, but it would be easier if we had light. Yeah, no problem. Follow me. <laughs> Swords at the ready. Okay. Otto, what did you roll? Uh, I got, I rolled a 13 and got a 29 in total. 29 in total, okay. So from where you're stood in the foyer, uh, moving, starting to move off, you hear sounds from ahead of you. And as you look at the floor and take a close study, you can see that the floor ahead of you leading into this, this doorway ahead has not been walked through it's it's still got this layer of grime coating it nevertheless you can hear a strong Aussie accent well I don't yet know what this figure has brought me here for but I must trust it as I have done before and I shall Take the most direct route towards these these noises, being as quiet as my bones will allow. Okay, so are you going to try and uh, sneak up, or are you just 
I'm going to try and sneak up. It's not something I'm terribly good at, but I shall, I shall make the attempt. Okay, so if you want to make me a check, yep. And that is an 18 all in. Okay, 18 all in. And Ogvar, Elora, and Kieran, you can all roll me a listen check, please. That's a 10 plus a 6, that's 16 in total for Allura. That's a 12 plus a 1 for Cubin, that's 13. And if everybody remembers in the group chat, chat I said I've got loads of that ones ready to go. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I've just rolled. A good start. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Uh, you can only get better from here. Also, does anybody actually know what an Aussie accent is? I don't know. And does somebody want to roll me an extra d20 for Esther as well? God, we won't let uh, Ryan. No, we'll get Ryan off that one. A four. <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. Okay, no, with a five, Esther isn't going to hear much either. Okay. So, Otto. As you make your way through this doorway, it's, it's an open doorway. However, it's on a slight angle, which would account for the fact that you don't see you don't see these people until you move through the doorway itself. As you sidle around the doorway, being as quiet as you possibly can, uh, which is actually particularly stealthy, um, your joints feel pretty good. Um, <laughs> And as you peer around the doorway, you see four figures. Two of these figures have uh, magical light on the ends of their sword. And as they're facing away from you, looking down into what you could make out to be a basement, you assume there are some stairs down there, they are very much backlit and all you can see is their kind of silhouettes two distinctly feminine silhouettes, one with a particularly large hat, and two male silhouettes. One is quite big, quite bulky, is clearly wearing um, some solid armour. The other one is more uh, of a slimmer build, you could say. Um, not so heavily armed. Nevertheless, they don't seem to hear you approach. I obviously don't know if they are hostile, but I'm going to trust things a little, and I'm going to sneak just a little bit closer. Okay. And then wrap, and then I'm going to take my staff and bash it very loudly on the ground. Hello. Okay. What the hell? Poor ghost. Uh, Laura's going to swing round and raise her arm as if to cast, and she's going to cast light. Okay. Oh. She, she would have she would have drawn drawn a dagger and cast light directly onto the end of her dagger, and point it in the direction of the sound. Okay. So Otto, you've effectively been kind of flashbanged here. Um. Don't <laughs> bloody do that. That's 
Can you get that out of my eyes, please? Who are you? Otto. Otto von Hanweer. And... Do you mind... Just lower that light for a moment, please? Are you friend or foe? I'm hoping friend. <laughs> I really don't want to say hello that way if you're an enemy. Laura's going to lower the dagger. She's going to allow it to drop to her side so it's not pointing directly at him. Okay. Um, but obviously the area is flooded with light. Kuin's going to turn around and say, uh, are, we, are we still going down? Or what's going on? I can't say... Uh, What's happening? Kieran, we appear to have company. Oh, do we? Oh, awesome. Uh, yeah, look, I, it's lit. Oh, yes. Is yes. your visor come down again? Uh, uh, oh, yes, looks like it has. Um, hold on. Uh, oh, hello. I'd like to think I'm a little You're more a strange than a <laughs> Although I'll take the strange. Okay, I'll give you that one. Um, Otto von Hanwe, uh, at your service, I presume okay uh. Otto as the spots fade from your vision and you begin to be able to see uh, normally again you can indeed see that this area is now more lit you can see more of the room you can tell you're in a kitchen obviously very disused lots of piles of uh, plates pots pans everything piled up just kind of a normal kitchen equipment just in various states of disarray and decay you can now see these four figures in front of you more clearly the one who takes the most of your attention is obviously the one holding the glowing dagger in front of you uh, and you can see a blonde woman of average height average build this big hat on her head with lots of very strange corks dangling around and bouncing and the other two, the other three people, you see another woman, um, clearly older than the rest. Um, she looks quite confused, quite, but, but at the same time quite motherly. She's got quite a, you can, you can sense, sense quite a motherly aura about her. The biggest man is clad in armour, visor which he's currently trying to wrench back up onto the top of his helm with this kind of horrific squealing grating noise he pushes it up and the final man in the room is hauntingly familiar to you you've never met him before but for the past night past nights he's been calling to you in your dreams you i know you i think i've I've seen you every night the last week or so. That's a little disconcerting. You should try it from my end. Um, I've had a sense you talking that... To, you talking to him? Opfer? I'm, I'm afraid so, miss. Okay. Do you, do you know him? I don't believe so. I, I don't believe I've seen him in... in well, definitely not at night, I... No, 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 I'm a little, um, little flabbergasted if I must, uh, must see myself. So, so, hold on. Uh, we appear to have a fellow that's appeared out of nowhere in a very strange 
mansion who's been having dreams about one of their companions. That Don't doesn't sound weird way. at all. <laughs> Are you by any chance a ghost? Not <laughs> the last time I checked. What's gotten into you, Ogfar? Ghosts. Well, of course he's not a ghost, dearie. Look at him, he's got feet. And Esther promptly takes her sword, which is lit, and pokes at your toes. <laughs> I shall waggle my toes a little bit as I step back and try and keep both of those old sandals on. What kind of footwear is that? Mm. Functional ones, mostly. They, hmm. they do the job. And if I lose one, I find another. Don't your feet get cold? This is a very strange conversation. It is, given what are the you surroundings. Doing? What are you doing here? Um, looking for him, I think. Uh, pointing to Ogvar. Ogvar, explain yourself. I, I, I really don't know. I'm not quite sure. Um, but uh, if you're looking for me, you... Uh, I'd certainly have found me. Um, and what is it that you uh, may want uh, with me? Um, well, that, that's a little tricky. Um, I'm sorry. I... Do excuse me. Um, trusting that they are apparently not that hostile, I'm going to sit down and make myself as comfy as I can on the floor. Okay. Um, just showing that I'm obviously not threatening or not immediately threatening. Um... I'm simply a, a wanderer in, in service to the people of this plane. Um, of late, I've just been having visions that have guided me towards you. I've simply taken this to mean that perhaps it is now my path to assist you, though I know not what with. It's as disconcerting to me as it is for you, I suspect. Imagine Are what you it was local? like if you, were dream if you were dreaming of another man. I oh, uh, 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 yes. Uh, uh, mm. we, we know the Lord does that quite often. <laughs> All right, Kieran. Uh, are, you, are you local? Um, no, not particularly. Um, originally, I, I am from the village of Hanweir, um, near Gavany, but most recently, I. Been well. I spent some time in Keswick. Um, I've, I've wandered all over the place, though. And you just turned up here. So you don't reside in this area. Not so much, no. But then I don't really reside anywhere. Um, I go where my feet take me, for the most part. Hmm. This is all most perplexing. Well, yes, and uh, well. Um... I suppose um, if you are here to uh, help us, then um, I see no harm in, uh, in you staying around a little bit and you don't seem outwardly uh, aggressive or threatening just as yet. Not, not saying that you aren't uh, threatening or a formidable foe, but um, you seem quite, quite pleasant and approachable at the moment. I just... I'll try to stay out of the way. Um, I am not the strongest of companions, but perhaps my advice might prove useful at some stage. I simply do what I can. Uh, folks 
call me a spring sage, as much as they call me anything, including oi, and get off my land. But yeah, for, the, for the most part, it's a title I'll take to, and I just simply help out wherever I go as best I can. I'll try and assist you, but what, what is it you're doing here? Um, forgive me, this does not seem like it is your own residence. Well, we've travelled down from Selhof. Uh, we have a bit of a task to complete, but this is a stop-off point. Um, and we, we picked up a bit of a, um, a contract, if you like, uh, to, to try... The, the village of Stagwick, Stagwick are having problems with animals that are being killed. Uh, dehydrated, killed. Um, and we just thought that while we were here overnight, we'd just have a quick look, see if it was something that we could help with. And somebody mentioned this old mansion, these ruins. And we thought this would be a good place to just take a walk. It's not that late at night. We thought we'd just explore the area and see if there was anything obvious that we could ascertain. Uh, It's a place that offers shelter to something, so maybe we thought we might find the uh, the instigator of their problems perhaps here uh, it, it's just if you'll pardon the pun a stab in the dog <laughs> I'll pardon which it. is incidentally what you might get if you prove not to be friendly just well, saying that's all that's not very nice I'm just putting that out there okay well I'll try not no to funny get in the business. way of your dagger then um, right, okay. Then then we're cool, then we understand each other, yeah? Absolutely. Perhaps if I just stand a little bit behind you so as not to perhaps accidentally get in the way of any of your uh, weapons. Well, I'm not going to do you any harm unless you attempt to do us harm. I mean, we, we don't know you. But seeing as you're here, uh, we, we've got a bit of exploring to do. Certainly. So you can either tag along, or, well, you can do your own thing. Um, no, I shall, I shall follow you, Ogfar, if if you're happy with me to do so. Well, seeing as you're here, uh, I'm Alora, and this fine fellow over here, this is Kewin. Ah. And um, this lovely lady is Esther. Oh, hello. I would say it's a pleasure to meet you all, but pleasure to meet most of you, given that most of you haven't threatened me. Oh, don't mind her, dearie. She's just cranky. Something about uh, a, a cow, I think. I wouldn't. Have oh, don't start! Her don't start! Don't don't start that. Just leave that one, Esther. I'm very confused about that. Nice to meet you, uh, Esther. Are uh, we going down or? Uh... Yeah, let's let's quit chanter in and get on with it. Right then, everybody line up after me. Ha <laughs> ha. Mm, very well. Then I shall peel myself off the floor using my staff to uh, stand and get in line. Okay, so can I have a lineup, please? Cue in the front. Cue in the front. Alora will go second. Alora. I'd like to think Ogva will probably go. Uh, second from last, uh, so he is in front of Otto. Okay, 
Okay, so Kieran, Laura, Esther, Ogvar, and Otto. Okay. Yes. So, Kieran at the front. Peering down the stairs, it is an inky well of darkness. Your sword illuminates the steps in front of you and the steps down. However, there is a wooden wall on the other side, so it's almost like you're you're in this uh, narrow, kind of five foot wide staircase, and it's boxed in. So your sword just illuminates down to the bottom of the staircase, and you can see as far as a pool of light on the very bottom, which just illuminates stone flooring. Is this a very narrow set of stairs? Yes, it is five foot wide. They are old, they, they look, um, they're clearly not a grand set of staircases, they're not polished, they're clearly a functional set, set of stairs. Um, the wood is hardy and you can actually see in the middle of the steps, you can see these dips which have been worn in over the years, where feet have gone up and down. Um, but but this, is, this is clearly not kind of like a, a main part of the house, this is very much in the back, in the servants' quarters. It doesn't have to be fancy, just functional. Uh, Kieran? Kieran? Yes? Um, are these stairs okay? Just just go steady on these. On these, oh, yeah. this wood. I've, I've, it's... I've, I've, uh, I've got my sword and shield ready, just in case, and I'm taking it steady. I can see to the bottom of the stairs, but uh, obviously, because of the angles, etc., I'm not, not very far after that. Won't be till I get to the bottom, and then we'll have a look there. No, I kind of meant the strength of the stairs. These are—I mean, they do well, seem they, quite they, solid. They're, they're, they're solid. They're—they're they're, they're functional. They're not uh, ornate. Okay. Uh, they're just a set of stairs. Oh, that's okay. Then. That's fine. Just checking. Okay. Um, at this point, just for the podcast listeners, um, Alora, having cast false life on herself earlier, um, it is a one d ten plus one per caster level of extra. Um, hit points, temporary hit points. So she rolled a four, and she's ninth level caster at this stage. So um, that would be um, a thirteen of extra temporary hit points. Okay. So you're proceeding down the stairs. Yep. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. As you all make your way down the stairs, everyone can make me. Spot check. A spot check. Right, that's Kewin. Seventeen plus five is twenty-two. Oh, nice. That's a six pl- six plus five for Laura, which makes an eleven. Okay. That's a second that one out the box. No, <laughs> you are joking. Nope. Lining oh them up. God. Oh my god. Oh my god. And yep. do you know what? I'm going to take that message, that message off the group chat, and I'm actually going to slam that onto Facebook. That's a different level of impressive, <laughs> honestly. I'm going to keep up an Ogvar Different Nat- level of sucking. I'm going to keep an Ogvar Nat 1 counter now. Oh, dear oh. me. Change my dice. Do you want to use my tray? <laughs> I might start using your tray. <laughs> okay, uh, Otto? I rolled a 13 and have 29. Okay, so Otto's the highest with 29. As you all proceed downstairs, 
taking it step by step as they creak ominously. Otto, your gaze is is drawn to this this wooden wall to the left hand side of the staircase. And this wooden wall, it's made of wooden panels, wooden just just wooden planks, nailed in to obviously a frame on the other side, you would assume. Your eyes drawn to a very small scrap of pink fabric that flutters as Ogvar passes in front of you. It, it just draws your eye. It's, it's stuck on a, a little kind of upturned nail. It's the smallest scrap of fabric. Um, Ogvar, I wouldn't want to uh, draw your attention to anything so petty normally, but this looks out of place. Have you have you seen this fabric? If you've ignored it for, for a reason, then don't feel free to ignore me. Oh, uh, uh, yes, uh, I, I, yes, I did see it. Yes, um, I, I didn't miss it at all. Not, not in the slightest. Um, oh, yes, um, it's uh, yes. This is actually quite, uh, quite important. Well, it may, it may well be. Um, uh, you, you see, we we, we found a, a small scrap of uh, fabric like this already in the, uh, in, the in the building and uh, and in other locations around Stagwick. Um, Laura. Would you agree this is the uh, the same same fabric as uh, what we found in the uh, the other room? And she's going to lift pen? she's going to lift a dagger up and um, just take the scrap of fabric. She's going to lean back and take it off Ogvar, who's a couple of people behind, and have a look at it. And she's just going to just reach over into her backpack and pull out the the, sh- the shirt that she would have stuffed in there that she found earlier, and just compare it and uh yeah Ogva, th- this is definitely part of the same fabric it's not but okay it's not the oh. same piece of fabric no is it not the same it's okay not start the same. again she's it is very right. similar <coughs> sorry right it is uh. it is very similar it is again this kind of pink color but instead of being this kind of soft baby pink that the shirt you hold in your hand is. It is more of like a kind of a, a soft kind of muted beigey mushroomy pink. But it is the same kind of fabric. As I said before, Ogvar, no, it's not the same. <laughs> it's similar fabric, but it's it's not from this shirt. Okay, so um, it's uh, similar fabric. So I'm not uh, well, uh, not in quite entirely sure what that's uh, what that's telling us. But um, nevertheless, uh, thank you very much, Otto. It's, uh, it's uh, if you see any more pink bits of fabric, it, I, I may or may not miss. Then please uh, draw my attention to them, please. I shall do my best not to miss any pieces of pink fabric. Then, uh, but if it's blue, I shouldn't tell you. I hadn't got as far as thinking about that bit. Okay. Well, let but, me know. Uh, I'll, I'm just anything here to out help. to anything out of the unusual, I suppose. But um, it's, it's a big, creepy mansion with uh, nobody in it, so that's unusual in itself, I suppose. Okay. Is this about the point where I should suggest that should you be 
wanting to leave the manor, then please don't hurt the large bear that's sitting outside the front door. Uh, just the in what? case I'm a little oh, slow dear. to get there. The, he, the what? Uh, he's quite shy. He, he, you know, if he, he may not, he may not approach you. But just in case he does, you know, if you can just leave him alone, he, he's a big softy, really. Don't worry. Uh, is 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 this your companion? Uh, I'm pretty sure he thinks of me as his companion, but yeah, uh, yes, you could say so. Uh, right. Okay. He, he, he may he may appreciate a cuddle and some berries at some point if you have a moment, just in case you get to him before I do. I, I do tend to be a bit slower. Okay. This is where the camera pans to the front door where uh, Bojo's just sat like a, a sad teddy bear, legs out in front of him, just sat like a kind of sad, slightly unstuffed teddy bear. Um, a little bit of drool coming down the side of his face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Alora's going to just just turn the tip of her dagger back towards Otto, and um, what what is he wearing on his top half? Otto is he wearing a shirt? Isn't dressed very well. Um, he is wearing rags that even a beggar might have chosen to throw away at some point. Um, the cloak but is slightly better, but several holes but it isn't in his clothes. But it isn't a mushroom pink coloured sort of shirt. No, especially you can tell it might once have been green, but at this point it's grey and brown and a number of things in between. <laughs> right. Alora's just gonna go, hmm. Hmm. And then she's going to turn back to the front and lower a dagger, so she's satisfied that there's no funny business going on still. Okay. So you proceed down the stairs. And you all arrive yes. into the bottom. And as you kind of shuffle forward to make room for everyone else to kind of get down onto the floor behind you, Kewin, the light on your sword illuminates more of this room. And this room is incredibly large. It spans on about twice the twice the kind of width of the house, you would say. Um, or rather depth of the house uh, so where the the house you would say is probably somewhere around like kind of 50 foot deep this basement spans on you know 100 foot away from you and from what you can see down the sides of the room an equal distance in and at regular intervals there are large pillars which have obviously been built to support the weight of the house above and they have these kind of these big arcs which connect above the ceiling it's a bit like a when you walk into a, a church and they've got these kind of arced ceilings yes can i just ask if it is a hundred foot we wouldn't be able to see that far because it's dark you would laura i would but you just said that Kirin could see it. Yes, I know I did. Kirin can can see that it goes a long way before the light peters yeah. out. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, right it, it it looks uh, uh, it looks uh, quite a large place. Uh, I, I I sort of get the feeling that it it it, it appears 
it goes back further than the actual depth of the house. Uh, yeah, I concur. Oh, uh, oh brilliant. It, it, it does go a long way. Oh, that's rather strange. It, it is It is deeper than, well, it seems deeper than the houses. I'm just estimating, I'm not entirely sure, but it, yeah, it looks huge. Can you, can your, you, your eyes spot anything, or? Uh, yeah, Laura's going to concentrate, um, uh, through the one eye, and it, it, does she pick up anything? Is there any, if, if there is anybody down here, then assuming she would pick up some kind of aura? Make me a spot check, please. A spot check. Just a Laura? Just a Laura. <coughs> Uh, that's a 15 plus 5, so that's a, a dirty 20. Dirty 20, okay. So, Laura, as you look down the length of this room, you are unable to discern anything in great detail. You can see the far room, and you can see the far room. You can see the far wall, and you can see, obviously, these pillars stretch backwards. However, you can't see anything of particular note in this room. There's, there's the odd things you can see kind of in a closer range. You can see maybe some tables and some furniture with some sheets draped over it, you know, up up close to you, near you, in the kind of top half of the room. Uh, maybe a, a crate of alcohol or two. Um, but you, you can't see anything. You can't really discern anything. Uh, no, um... Q and I can't see much. There's a bit of furniture. There's t- I'm not getting any auras as if there's, there doesn't seem to be life down here. Not that I can see anyway. Uh, okay. Uh, well, if we sort of... Uh, well, we need to have an uh, investigate. I've got an idea. Uh, um, how much... How easy is it for you to... Uh, put light on things. Oh, it's pretty simple. If you want me to cast light on something else, that's not a problem. Uh, uh, what I was thinking was if 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 I use a bolt. Oh yeah. And use a bolt yeah. and fire it into that. Uh, oh, I got you. Place that that beam there, which I can see, and that will give thirty foot wide. Yeah, as long as it hits the floor, like get it to skid along the floor or something, yeah. Oh, well, I should be able to hit the pillar. What? Oh, you want me to? Okay, if I cast it on and the back I'll of the bolt, do yeah. One there, and then we'll just move. That will give more. Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, just pass me over a couple of bolts, and I'll, I'll do it for oh, you. Brilliant. There you go. So pass pass uh, four bolts. What four bolts? Yeah, you'll see one. Okay, bear with me just one sec. I just need to look at things. Hang on, hang on. I'll tell you what, uh, Kieran, I'll do three for you. Okay. I can do three. I, I, I can do three for you. I think I can summon that lot up. So she's going to take the three bolts and she'll cast light onto one each of the three bolts for Kieran and hand them back. Okay. It's a bit bright, so she's not looking directly at it. Well, Kieran's going to go a bit forward. Um... And he's gonna fire, fire a bolt into. Hold on, because it's thirty foot each way. 
and then 30 foot dim, isn't it? Yes. Right. So, Kieran's gonna. Is, is the ceiling. Sorry, I'm, I'm getting it pictured in my head. Is it the ceiling made of stone or wood? Uh, it's got wood, be- wood beams crossing the top. Awesome. So, Kieran's gonna figure out roughly where the centre is, and about 30 feet in front of him, he's gonna fire a bolt into the ceiling that's been lit to spread uh, 30 foot each way light and then 30 foot dim each way which should be 120 foot in total yeah okay okay then he's going to move forward and shoot another one 30 foot in front of that okay and then he's going to move forward and shoot another one 30 foot in that so right down the middle you've got three lights suspended from the ceiling that's going to be bright yeah it's going to be well lit in, in yeah it is <laughs> that's well lit <laughs> yeah so you fire these three bolts into the ceiling into these wooden beams and they bury deep and they are um shining brightly they're providing ample illumination um, the only shadows really remaining in this room are the ones cast by the intersecting kind of lights and, and the, the, these big pillars. That's the only kind of real pool of shadow. But even then, they're quite well lit. It's, it's only dim light um, because of the ambient of the room, ambient lighting that these lit bolts are providing. And yeah, you light up the room. Roll initiative. Oh, shit. Oh, <sighs> I was just about to say that Avacyn would have been proud of that one. Um, okay, roll initiative. Great! Moving through the manor revealed vestiges of the violent destruction of its interior and was a clear indication of the fate that likely befell the fine young family whom had lived here. Our ranger recovered a suspected silver band of betrothal, inscribed with the sweetest of sentiments, a haunting reminder of what must have been a much happier time, and now parted from its bearer amongst the dust and desecration. Whilst congregated in the kitchen, an interloper interrupted the team's investigations. He immediately and unsurprisingly attracted an aggressive stance from the sorceress, who was wholly unappreciative of the stranger sneaking up behind them in the shadows of what was quickly becoming quite the creep fest. After a brief and awkward introduction, the four friends plus Ogvar's seemingly magnetic sidekick began their descent down into the darkness of the lower levels.